Growing up, I played a lot of video games. I grew up with two older brothers, and video games was a staple in our house. It was something that we can do together, something we can enjoy together. It was all these different worlds um, that we can be able to be a part of and share in the experience of. It was basically like an interactive movie that we can be able to share together and to have fun together um, partaking in. So with video games, there used to be, it's not really much anymore, um, but on the on the systems, on the video game systems, on the consoles, there used to be kind of two buttons or three buttons. There used to be a power button, there used to be an eject button, meaning that you could take out the cartridge and it, and it helped you do that, except for just pulling it out or there was a reset button. And I grew up with the Super Nintendo, and um, I remember many times where I needed to use that reset button. So maybe it was that I, I played a lot of the game, and before I got to a checkpoint or a place where it saved my progress, that I, I, I can just load it back up. Before I got to a save point, maybe I made some decisions within the game that I, I'd rather not have. Maybe I, if it was a game and I got some items and I had an option to sell the items to get some money so I could buy other items, maybe I sold an item that I didn't want to sell and now I'm stuck because I made a decision and I can't reverse it. Or sometimes it would be um, that I, I made choices within the game, maybe if it was a game that had... Um, different paths you can go down and I made a path and I'm starting to go down this path I'm saying you know what I kind of don't want to go down this path anymore I'm kind of curious what the other paths were and but now I'm going down this path I've been going down this for so long I can't really go back what the reset button would do it would allow you to go back and just start over back to the very last time that you saved and gave you an opportunity to 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 reverse all the choices that you made and maybe all the all the all the situations that you gotten yourself into that that you did. I mean, you were the person with the controller. You made those decisions, but it gave you an opportunity to go back and say, "Okay, I I I, I want to go back before I made these decisions. I want to do things differently." And with saying that, today that's what we're talking about. We're talking about this idea of resetting resetting that yes you can do that in video games and um and that's awesome but what about my life jonah right now in my life i feel like i've made decisions or other people have made decisions and it's gotten me down paths that i i did not plan on going down i don't want to be down and now i'm at this option that i'm saying you know what i don't want to go down this route anymore and i don't have many options to do anything to fix it and I feel like that I'm powerless to fix this. What is my option? What can I do? Is there a way that I can go back and, and basically flip a reset button on my life right now and say, look, I want to go back to before all this, this chaos that was going on in my life. If that's you today, and, and, and if you've maybe ever been in that situation, then this also is for you today. And that's what this episode's about. Welcome to the Color and Chaos Podcast.
with that introduction, again, welcome to the Color and Chaos podcast. My name is Jonah, and I am coming to you from Macomb, Michigan. Macomb, Michigan. And if you're watching this, you're watching this on YouTube, or maybe it's been shared on Facebook, um, I want to say it's an honor that you're partaking in this, and you're taking time to, to be able to sit down and to be able to be a part of what is going on here. And also, if you're listening to this, then you are currently listening to this on iTunes or SoundCloud or even Google. And so if you're partaking in this in, in those ways, thank you so much. Um, if you could, if this is something that you've been blessed by, that you've been encouraged by, um, feel free to take a moment, uh, maybe now or later, to uh, write a review, to, um, to, to maybe leave some comments. Uh, my hope and my, my prayer for this is that it becomes a community. It's something that we can be honest together and that we are safe in a world that tells us not to be safe or not to be vulnerable, but to have walls up because you never know when someone's going to uh, hurt you or, or to, um, to, to try to tear you down in order to, to get somewhere or to, to get something from you. In a world that, that we, we don't know what people's intentions are, this is an opportunity where we can come together and say, look, our intentions are for growth and honesty and vulnerability, and we want to be honest with what's going on in our life, in our day-to-day life. And our hope here is that no matter what chaos that's in your life, no matter the good or the bad or the the ugly, whatever's taking your thoughts or emotions, no matter what you're going through, that is something that we can look at, except for letting that have the last word or allowing that to to be able to take um, to take um, our days and our and our hours and our moments away from our life, but we can look at it and say, you know what? Except for me looking at this and allowing this to be um, the authority in my life right now, I'm gonna look at this and see a color, something beautiful that can come out of this, something good that could come out of this. That no matter what I've done, no matter where I've been, there is something that I can grow. There's some growth that can come out of this. No matter who I meet today, no matter what I do or where I go today, there is something that that there's a bigger picture than just just going through the the motions of life and so in saying all that as we kind of said at the very beginning today we're talking about resetting this idea of resetting and and restarting and with starting this i wanted to talk about my day today and to be honest with you about today and and hopefully this can maybe relate with why we're talking about this and and maybe where this can relate in your life as well maybe you you've you've kind of felt this before and uh, this is an opportunity for you to know that you're not alone. So in saying that, uh, yesterday I got home. I got home from, uh, from work and I had an opportunity to um, spend some time in the Bible. If, if you've been following this or you've been f- uh, following me, you know that I'm a follower of Christ. And so what that means, if you don't know what that means, that means that I look at the person of Jesus and and who he claimed to be and what what history has 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 proven that that he has claimed to be to say you know what i know i can't do this on my own and i know that you did and so i want you i want to be who you've made me to be you have created me with a purpose when you put me in my mom's womb you created me with a purpose you have a plan and purpose for me i am not an accident i am not a lost cause i am not um what 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 i've done or, or what i am doing i am made in your image like the bible says that we are made basically from him so we have this opportunity to look at it and say, I'm made in your image. Therefore, I am going to live my life on purpose and on mission, and I want to glorify you with it. And except for viewing this life just at face value, I want to view this life through your word, through, through the truth, that there is a truth 
that that everybody doesn't just pick what truth is and it's truth to them but there's an absolute truth and i'm choosing to to say look your you are my absolute truth and i'm going to follow you the, every single day in my life and every single moment matters because i'm with you and so in saying that i know with me that yesterday I had this op- opportunity to seek him in his word after I got back from, from work. I had a long day and I actually had a headache. And so I had this opportunity to sit down and say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to seek you in your word. I'm going to spend some time with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to pray. I'm praying just ask you to be with me. And, and also I'm going to be honest about my shortcomings and, and my mistakes and the things that I, I knew that I, I knew better. And I, that I messed up my sins and I'll be able to have some time with you just to kind of recalibrate and to renew my thoughts and my emotions in your word and in your truth. And I had that opportunity and and like many of us, um, sometimes we rather, because we've had a long day, say, you know what, I'm just going to kind of tune everything out and I want to be able just to kind of relax because I had a long day. And I just want to be able to not really think for a moment. And that was my day yesterday. I got home from work. I said, you know what? I'm, I just want to kind of sit, watch TV, eat some dinner, and uh, and go to bed. And that's basically what what I did yesterday. I I got home and just sat down. And I knew I knew that I, I should probably seek the Lord and just kind of get renewed and refocused on Him. But instead, I chose to say, you know what? Whatever I want to do, I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to eat. I'm going to be able to just rest and relax. And it's not that that's a bad thing, um, but that's just what I chose. I chose to do that over seeking him. And so I go to bed, and, and as I'm going to bed, I, I remember, um, for me, I've made a, I made a decision that, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read, read the Bible every day because I know that the, the, if, I, if I don't, then I'm going to get so just sidetracked and um, my focus and my, my, um, my, my day-to-day um, life is going to be just distracted by so many things. And so I need to be focused on you. So I made a decision that every day I would seek him. I would seek him in his word, seek him in prayer. And I knew when I went to bed last night, I didn't do that, which it's not the fair for, it's not the first time I've done that. And if anything, that, that, that has happened many times, many, 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 many times, if I'm being honest. And uh, so I went to bed, I woke up and the, one of the first things on my mind was, uh, okay, I, well, I got to get ready for work. I, you know, it's a normal day, you know, the sun's out, you know, my alarm just went off. Okay. It's time, it's time to get up and get ready. But then also in the back of my head, and maybe you can relate with this. Sometimes in the back of our heads, we, we, we think things and, uh, sometimes we entertain what we think about. And sometimes we just kind of push it back and say, uh, whatever, you know, I'm not going to think about that. But I had a thought I, that was basically saying, Hey, you didn't seek the Lord last night. You didn't. You didn't spend time in Him. You didn't. You didn't get refocused on the Word and allow the Word to transform your heart. As uh, whatever you know, I'm getting ready for work and everything. You know, hey, you know, the Lord will forgive me and and everything. And and so I go go on through my day. I'm driving. I'm driving to work at this point, and I'm I'm still thinking about that. And then immediately it hits me. Wow. I chose, I literally chose myself. I chose what I wanted to do over what I knew I should have done. And I, I wrote this in my, um, in my journal. I said this. Um, I, I, when I did 
today, spend time in his word and just renewing my thoughts on him. I, I, I had to be honest. I had to be honest, just like in any relationship, right? When you know you've blown it with someone that you love, um, there comes a time that you can't sweep it under the rug anymore, but you have to be honest about it. And so when I was being honest with the Lord, I wrote this. I said, I grit my teeth knowing that I ignored your call for me to seek you yesterday, Lord, while I did not ignore my call to gratify my desires. And that's me being honest. And that's, that's something that every single day we have an opportunity to, to choose him or to choose ourselves. And maybe with what we talked about earlier in this in the podcast, with that whole idea of resetting, I, I want to kind of open up to you. Where are you at right now in your life? Are you in that moment where you're saying, you know what, a lot of things is going on in my life that are taking my attention and I'm being so distracted. Um, and right now I'm at this time that I'm saying, you know what, I want to reset. I want to, I want to renew. I want to say, you know what, I don't want to keep doing what I'm doing because what I'm doing is not getting me where I want to go. And now I'm at this opportunity to say, you know what, I want to be, I want to renew my thoughts, but what do I renew my thoughts in? And I want to reset, but where do I reset back to? How do I get back to maybe that innocence that I feel like I've lost? Or how do I get back that wonder, that imagination that I once had? Or how do I get back the, 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 um, the, the heart for others? Because right now I just feel like I'm, I'm so selfish. I'm thinking about myself and I'm thinking about me and me and me and my desires. And, and I'm ignoring the people that I love around me that I know also love me, and 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 I, I want to go back, but I don't know where to go back to. I wanted to read um, read some verses, and um, as we think about that today, and no matter where this finds you, if you're driving to work, or you're at work, or this is at night, or, or you're at home, and maybe you're cooking, or wherever you're at, I pray that this meets us where we are. And so I want to uh, read this. This comes from Lamentations 3, and this is um, basically a book between God and Jeremiah. God and Jeremiah, and Jeremiah was a prophet, and this is before the time of Jesus, before the word became flesh and, and dwelt among us. Before all this, this is, a, this is a moment where the Lord's saying, look, like my people have been, you know, in this loop, kind of like, you know, in that video game where you've, you've made all these decisions, and they're not good decisions, and, and they're at this loop right now, and, and they've, they've hit a point where there's kind of no going back on their own. They can't go back to to the love that they once had for me, but they are stuck. And God's speaking to Jeremiah and he and he tells him this. This is this is something of that kind of renew reset. And he says this. Or Jeremiah says this at processing all that the Lord has told him. Jeremiah says this and in Lamentations 3:19. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and I well remember that, and my soul is downcast within me. Yet this I call to my mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. We are not left abandoned, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. I'm going to read that one more time. And as I'm reading this, think about your life. Put yourself into Jeremiah's um, Jeremiah's words and in and, and, and his heart, what he's feeling. And this is something that, I'm, that we all can relate to, even though this is thousands and thousands of years before where we're at today. That the, this human emotion of saying, you know what, I want to reset. I want to, I want to restart is nothing that's new. 
and maybe how you're feeling today and how I felt today is nothing that's new. So I'm going to read this one more time. And, and again, if maybe you're watching this later and listening to this later and you want to kind of follow along, this is Lamentations 3, 19, verse 19 through 24. And he says this, I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I remember them well, and my soul is downcast within me. Yet I call this to my mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. And when I think about this, there, there's a part at the very end that says, I will say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. And that's after he says, great is your faithfulness. So Jeremiah is saying, okay, you are faithful to me. But even before that, he's saying, wait, I wasn't faithful to you. So what Jeremiah is saying is saying, look, I remember my wandering. I remember when, when I, I strayed so much to the point that I, I was so far away from you. It's almost like when you're in the ocean and the, 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 the tide has, has drifted your life raft so far away from where you originally started. Or, or even drifted you. Sometimes when I go to the beach and you're swimming, you're having fun. All of a sudden, you look back and you see your your towel and your and and where you were where you were originally stationed, so far away down the shore. And that's what he's saying. He's saying, "Look, I remember my wandering from you." So Jeremiah is saying, "Look, I wander. I am unfaithful. God, you are still faithful." And honestly, that makes no sense. Because I know if I'm being honest with you, in human relationships, there's only so many times that you can be unfaithful, humanly speaking, that and they'll still pursue after you, right? If you have a friend with somebody and you constantly keep robbing them, stealing from them, lying to them, eventually they're not going to be friends with you anymore. And and nobody would really judge them for making that choice you know, or you making that choice. That eventually when people rob and, 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 um, and take advantage of their relationship with you long enough, you eventually want to walk away from them. But Jeremiah is saying, look, no matter how much I do that, Lord, you are the same. You are faithful to me. And that is a love that goes far beyond the best love that this world can offer. And he's saying, look, I remember when I've wandered, but yet I still remember when you are faithful. So I wander, you are faithful. I wander, you are faithful. And then he says at the very end that, look, every single day, your faithfulness is new, you know, like new. Like it's one thing to say, okay, every single day you kind of say, oh, okay, you know, we'll make this work. But no, he's saying, no, every single day it's new. It's new. It's like a new car. It's like a new computer, which sometimes I wish I had, but I'm, you know, grateful for what I have. But, but new, you know, we all want new things, right? Sometimes even when it comes to shoes, you know, I, I'm not like this, but maybe you are. Maybe you want a new pair of shoes like every month, or maybe you want a new pair of something, you know, and may, hey, Christmas is an opportunity for us to get something new. But when was the last time we thought about it? You know, no matter what I've done, no matter what I do, God, every single day you are new. This relationship is new. But you don't just throw away our history, our good, and our and our and the moments where we've grown close to each other. Like in a marriage, for instance, you know, the husband and wife will grow closer to each other over time, hopefully. Lord, so you don't throw away the good times. You don't throw away all that. But when it comes to my wanderings 
Oh, you throw that away. You throw that away. Why? Because you don't want anything to get in the way of our relationship. You don't want any mistake that I've made to get in the way of our relationship. But Jeremiah is saying, look, I remember my wandering, but you don't. So even within this situation today that I shared with you, today I remembered, hey, yeah, yesterday I, I wandered. I, I didn't seek you like I know I should have. And that I, I know I truly want to. I didn't do that. I, I remember that, but you don't because your mercies are new every morning. And that's something that, that, that we should be renewing our thoughts in. And I know when I thought about this today, by the grace of God, when I, when I started reading this and, and I spent time seeking him in the, in the word and praying, he brought me to this idea of saying, you know what, Jonah, no matter what you've done, I'm, I'm the same. Just today, right now, make it, make it choice to seek me. Don't worry about what's been done. Right now, just think about me. Focus on me. Don't get distracted. Focus, focus, focus. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm renewing you. I'm renewing you. We can reset. We can reset, Jonah. No matter what's been done yesterday, let's reset. Just like back when you were a kid on the Super Nintendo, you hit the reset button. Now is an opportunity. Hit that reset button. I'm here, Jonah. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. And, and and that moment that I had with the Lord today is a moment that he's having with you, that he wants to have with you as well. No matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, today, right here, right now, while we're listening is a moment where we say, you know what? I throw my hands up and I surrender. Lord, I want to be with you here and now. And it also makes me think about this song. Um, it comes from one of my favorite bands. Um, they're, they're, the name of the band is Falling Up. And the name of the song is called In the Woodshop. And this comes from their very last album, um, and the album is a, is a concept album. So what that means is that the, the album tells a story, a cohesive story from, from start to finish. And this comes in the very middle of the album. And, and what this album is about is about this woman who's a part of a family. It's, it's, a, it's a daughter and a son and, and a mom and a dad. And that very beginning of the album, their house is under attack. And you start to see that there's all this chaos going on within the, this daughter's life um, and all this chaos going on within the family. There's, there's, um, there's a threat of death. There's a, uh, they're being robbed. It's, it's just from the very beginning, chaos starts the album off. And throughout the album, you see this girl as she is trying to process this chaos and so from track one, she's basically getting mad at mom and dad saying, look, you knew, you knew that there's a potential of this happening, yet you never told me. And I'm so mad right now because right now we are going down. Our family is going down and I wish you would have told me. So what she does in track two, she runs away. She gets on a motorcycle and she runs away. She, she goes away saying, you know what? I'm going to make, I'm going to make my life the way that I want to apart from me and my, from my mom and dad's mistakes. And apart from everything that just happened in the, in the, in my family, I'm going to, I'm going to make something of my life. And I'm basically going to create a world that's without all of that stuff. And so track two, she, she tries to do that, but then she starts to realize, wait a minute, I'm dying. So something must have happened at the house, and now she's coughing up blood. 
And so she's saying, okay, as much as I want to get away from what happened, I can't get away from what happened. And it's following me to where I'm at right now. And so the tracks keep going on. And it's basically just her processing, okay, I'm dying. I can't ignore what happened, yet I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. But at the same time, I know that the, the truth is, is that I need to go back. I need, I need to fight against all this that, that has robbed me of my innocence and robbed me of, of, of joy and life truly living. Because right now she's realizing in the album, I'm not living. I'm just fleeing. I'm running. I'm running from one discomfort, uh, uncomfortable thought to another. I'm running from one um, com- conversation and confrontation to another. And I'm just constantly going down this loop, this path. That I don't want to be going down, but but I am going down because I'm failing to see the truth. And the truth is, is that if I just realize, if I go back and and, and say, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to not ignore what happened, but I'm not going to let what happened dictate my path. That if I would just just focus on that truth, it will set me free. And so it goes down, and 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 finally, all of a sudden, she realizes that she is under attack. So now the exact same people that were going after her family is going after her, and now she's at this op- this this kind of crossroad, where she's saying, "Look, I want to hit that reset button. That I've gone I've gone so far. At the same time, I don't know what to do." And the chorus of this track, and it, it, again, it's by a band called Falling Up, and the name is In the Woodshop. And if you just listen to this track on its own, um, it, it makes sense. But especially in the, the context of the album, it's so powerful. And every single time this song comes on, it is such a powerful moment because I, I just think about the bigger picture and, 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 and I put myself in her place. And she says this in the chorus. She says, above my head, they'll fly. And so right now, you know, she could be talking about, you know, all the people that's pursuing after her metaphorically saying, you know, it's, it's almost like, like, like beings that's above me flying over me i feel so chaotic i feel so overwhelmed right now and she's saying above my head they'll fly with their lives that are more than mine and so she's recognizing that look okay all this stuff that's going on around me they have more life than what i have right now and she says this i reach out my hands to light and i feel life that is more and so basically in her surrender She's saying, you know what, I want to live and and in order for me to live, I throw my hands up and surrender and I say, look, I want to reset. I want to reset. I don't want to keep going down the path that I'm going. I want to go back to where I know I need to be. And this song is just such a powerful moment to me. And it goes back to that verse that we just read in Lamentations. Another verse that I want to read is Isaiah 33, 2. And Isaiah's processing a lot of pain and chaos as well. And he says this, he cries out on behalf of the nation of Israel. And he says this, Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in times of distress. Lord, be gracious to us. Be our strength every morning, our salvation, our, 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 us being delivered in the time of our distress. And that's Isaiah 33, 2. And that's, there's a concept here as well, that what if when we wake up, what if when we go through our day, except for focusing on the chaos and look, all the mistakes that I've made and, and, and what if reset looks like saying, okay, look, Lord, I can't, but you can, I can't be strong enough to deal with this. I am not able to, to, to fully comprehend what is going on and maybe in this, in this situation in my life, but Lord, you can. So I'm going to put my focus, except for on my 
things and on, on what I'm going through. I'm going to put it on you. Lord, you be our strength. You be our salvation. And what if that what if every single day we have an opportunity, as if we're trying to do this on our own, we look to the one who has given us life, given us the ability to even think about surrender. What if, except for us trying to do it all on our own and comprehend it all on our own, we say, you know what? I'm going to choose to find a color out of this chaos, and that color can only be found in you. I reach up my hands towards light and find life that is more through that surrender. What if surrender is that opportunity for us to say, you know what, Lord, may my messes, may my messes bring you glory and may my messes bring a growth within me that, that doesn't point me towards more messes, but points me towards you and your truth and your wisdom and your perspective that no matter what I go through today, tomorrow, or, or what I have been through, Lord, I want to look through it through the eyes of you and your truth. Another thing I want to read real quick, and um, honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end with this. This comes from 2 Corinthians 12, 2 Corinthians 12, and I'll give some context and we'll close. Paul right here is being honest with the Lord, just like I'm being honest with you and just like I, I was honest about my day. But he's being honest with the Lord. He says, look, Lord, you know my heart. You know what I'm going through. And Lord, you know that there is something that is is bothering me. There is something. Paul calls it a, a, a thorn in the flesh. So as you can imagine, if you have ever been pricked by something, uh, for me, I hate needles, so I hate being pricked. Um, I actually kind of passed out uh, getting shots for college um, years ago, and uh, my mom can attest to that. Um, so mom, if you are uh, listening, uh, please uh, affirm what I'm talking about. But Paul is saying, look, it's like a thorn in my flesh, which a thorn is not comfortable. It's not something that is is nice. It's not like every day you wake up saying, yes, I want this thorn. Yes, yay, the thorn is here again. But we don't know what this thorn is, but Paul's just being very honest and vulnerable, and he's writing a letter doing that. He's writing to the the, the people of Corinth, which was, which was a city, a, a big city, actually. He's writing to them, trying to encourage them, kind of like I'm encouraging you now, trying to encourage them to 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 think about the bigger picture of life and to think about Jesus and, and, and the fact that he is faithful. And so he's writing, he's saying, look, you know, I plead with the Lord and about this situation. And I want to read right now what the Lord responds back to Paul when Paul says, look, I pleaded with the Lord like three times. Take this away. I don't want this chaos anymore. I don't want this. I want to hit that reset button. I don't want this anymore. And this is what the Lord says back to Paul. And in and at 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, this is what Paul says. But he, but the Lord said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace, 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 my forgiveness, my, my presence, my, um, my, what you didn't deserve, but I give you anyway. My grace is sufficient, is enough, is, is more than enough. If anything, it's sustenance. It's, 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 it's what you need. My grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. My grace, the Lord is telling Paul, And he's telling you and he's telling me, look, Jonah, people, no matter what you're going through, no matter what is going on, the chaos in your life, look, why don't we, except for focusing on that chaos, what if we renew our thoughts on the fact, wait a minute, Lord, you say that you are enough 
even though I feel like you're not. Because <laughs> right now I'm, I'm reaching for all these things and I have reached for all these things because I'm trying to fill a void and it's not really working right now. But, but, but the Lord's saying, look, my grace is sufficient for you and your situation. The, the Lord doesn't put terms to it. He's not saying, look, I'm enough for you only when you've gone a little wandering. You know, I'm, I'm enough in that, you know, and everything past that, whew, you know, good, good luck. Even Jerry Springer couldn't even like fix that. The Lord doesn't say that. He says, no, Paul, your thorn that you are so in distress about that you say, look, please, please, he's begging God, take this away from me. The Lord's saying, look, I am sufficient for you even when you're begging to take this away. I am sufficient for you even when the worst things are going on in your life. I am sufficient for you when you feel like you've blown it. I am sufficient for you. He says, my grace is sufficient for you. My power, his power, his ability, his, 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 his holiness, his majesty, his every, every, everything that you can think of, all the color that we are searching for, that his power is made perfect. We see his power when we realize we don't have it. When we are weak, he is strong. When we want to hit the reset button, he's saying, look, just come to me. Come to me. I am your reset. I am your focus. When we feel like we've drifted away from the shore, he's saying, no, 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 no. Look to me. Look to me and start paddling my direction. Not only that, but I'm going to start swimming towards you. We're going to, we're going to meet in the middle. We're going to come together. We're going to work this out. He's saying, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. And this is what Paul responds. And this is how we have an opportunity today as we close. This is how we have an opportunity to renew, to have a reset and renew in our life right now, no matter where we are at. This is what Paul says. And this is in 2 Corinthians 12, still in verse 9. He says this, Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest in me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, my weakness. Because and, and, and when I'm going through insults, hardships, persecutions, and difficulties, when I am weak, he is strong. Paul is saying, look, I choose to be honest with the world around me. Say, you know what? I yeah, you can tell me how 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 lack of how much of a lack of strength that I have. Keep telling me. Keep telling me how how weak I am on my own. But you know what? When you tell me I am weak, when I tell myself I am weak, I'm gonna say, you know what? I am weak, but he is strong and he is who is 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 Lord of my life, Lord of my emotions, master, master of my thoughts, master of my today, my tomorrow. He is the one that forgives me for my yesterday. He is the one that takes my yesterday and all of my mistakes and makes a color come out of that chaos that I could not do on my own. And so today, as we close, those moments where we say, you know what, I want to hit a reset button. We can. We can. Let's be encouraged today. We can. Today, I woke up feeling like I, I, I drifted. But I tell you what, as I'm talking to you right now, I feel, I feel as close with him as, 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 as the strongest days before. And, and that's not just for me. You can do that as well. Because the reason why I feel close to him is not because of me. It's because of him. And that moment where we throw our hands up, just like in that song, and say, you know, above my head, all this stuff is going on. 
And, and, and right now they have more life. All this chaos has more life because I'm giving it, I'm giving it life. I'm giving it life. But look, I'm going to, I'm going to reach up my hands towards light, towards freedom from, towards deliverance, towards truth and say, you know what? That's where I'm going to find a life that is more than where I'm at right now. And I'm so encouraged. I am so excited. I, I want to know what's going on in you. What's going on in you? Like, leave a comment, uh, write a message. Like, let's have a dialogue about this. What? Where are some moments in your life that you've said, you know, I want to hit a reset button? Maybe it was, you know, back when you were younger, or maybe you're you're young and you're saying, you know what? Maybe I just had that today. Or no matter where you're at, let's have a conversation about this. That no matter where we're at, we can reset and we can renew. Let's reset and renew on the right thing, on the, on, the, on the only thing that could give us a life that is more. That's so cool. Let us pray real quick. Lord God, just thank you for who you are. Thank you, Lord, that you are real and that you are pursuing after us and that you renew us day by day by day by day, moment by moment by moment. Even when we feel like we fail you and even when we do fail you, no matter what we've done yesterday, no matter what we've done today, no matter what we've done a moment ago, or even right now, the thoughts that we've thought or, or the, the opportunities that we've entertained, that, that we know that you hate, the things that, that are not um, leading us towards you but are leading us away, the things that we do, the, the, the times that we choose ourselves over choosing you and choosing, and choosing to, to nurture our relationship uh, with you, but we choose to just, 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 just take and take and take and, and just satisfy our longings and desires with just this, this shallow and dirty water. Lord, every single moment we do that, Lord, you are just a breath away. All we have to do is call out the name of Jesus, Lord, and you are close. You are as close as the breath that's in my lungs that's coming out onto this mic right now. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you that your faithfulness does not depend on our faithfulness to you. But Lord, you, you, are, you, you promise that you are faithful, that your mercies are new every single morning. So Lord, for everybody that's listening to this or watching this right now, Lord, please meet them in a real way today. And God, thank you. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for, for being faithful to me as well. We are yours, Lord. And you are faithful day by day by day. In your name we pray and we, and we surrender and we declare that it's only by the name of Jesus alone that we can have a life that, that goes beyond our mistakes. In your name we pray and we surrender, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for taking part of this. And um, mom, if you're still watching this, I'm sorry for moving my hands a lot. Um, but we're a lot alike. But... Thank you so much for watching this and listening to this. And I am excited about Friday. Um, the uh, we're, I'm going to have one of my good friends. It'll be the very first time we had a guest on this podcast. And I am excited about the, uh, the conversation and uh, what the Lord will do um, with it on Friday. So tune in then. But until then, God bless you and you have a great day. See ya.